Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Tracy from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business. You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotel's family of 22 brands has over 7,400 locations and the perfect hotel for any traveler you want to be. Like a Cambria Hotel serving up locally inspired craft cocktails for all my folks who maybe want to meet up and talk about Mad Royals. Check into a Radisson Hotel with flexible workspaces for you strivers who listen during business travel. Or a Comfort Hotel with free hot breakfast, family-friendly pools, and big spacious rooms for the parents who listen with their kids and need a little retreat. What are you waiting for? Join Choice Privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you when you book direct at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and happy Friday. I'm Holly Fry. And I'm Tracy V. Wilson. We talked about William Morgan's abduction and death. Mm-hmm. <sighs> What a convoluted, troubling story. Yeah, yeah. I read in one of the admittedly anti-Masonic accounts, and I don't remember which one, but it really stuck with me and I found myself thinking about it um, for a couple of days. An interesting note on how Freemasonry became so popular in the U.S. And it's, uh, in particularly as the country was being founded and even during colonial era that this idea that people were leaving England to start a new place where everyone would be equal and they could get out from under an aristocracy where it was like birthright gave you power, then set up a secret society that gave you power and kind of replicated a lot of those same things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. And we should also note, like, I am not an expert on Freemasonry. It comes up a lot in historical stuff. Yeah, it's we've mentioned it so many times. There was a big shift where it went from being an organization, my understanding, about knowledge and whatnot. Then in the late 18th century, one particular dude kind of came in and added a lot of mysticism to it and mm-hmm. made it more like secret society like it it became a lot more intensely about secrets and separation from the normal world um and that that's a big point where things really start to spiral in directions that are unhealthy um you know today there are still freemasons it's it's much more like an organization of people um you know trying to better themselves It, it has my understanding again i'm not an expert two branches one that still keeps to the more Christian ideology of it and one that has been stripped of the specifics of one religion 
Mm-hmm. And there are also women now. So just just in case anyone's like, hey, yeah, I know a Freemason yeah. and they're lovely. I don't, I'm not calling anybody a nefarious criminal. <laughs> I feel like there's a prior episode of the show where we've sort of talked about an almost fad for the establishment of secret societies. Yeah. And I, I'm hard-pressed to remember which episode that was. I think um, it's been several, right? Yeah. I think the Crowley episode probably touched on it a little. I think that might be what I'm thinking of. Um, Madame Blavatsky touched on that stuff, too. Like, there's... Yeah. Like, a, a lot of them, like, are uh, at their core, basically, like, fraternal organizations or, like, uh, almost mutual aid associations. Um, but with this added element of like secrecy and uh, some degree of mysticism. And there's just a lot. (laughs) Right. And the thing is, there's a lot because there's an appeal to that, right? Right. It like gives people a sense of belonging to something that is both bigger than themselves, but also that is not accessible to everyone. So like, not only is there a sense of belonging, but there's a sense of like, betterness right whether you're consciously drawn to that or not like that's part of it it's like i'm part of something you can't be a part of <laughs> yeah um that, that's intoxicating right there's that and then there's also the fact that like in a, in a lot of these organizations like there is an actual important community role yeah um i i'm trying to like just recall from my memory <laughs> old episodes uh and I think it was in our interview about the the Green Book, uh, or the I think the full title was the Negro Motorists Green Book, which was like a publication of places that it was safe for for Black travelers to uh, stay and get a meal at a restaurant and that kind of stuff in the uh, days of more formalized segregation. Um, and talking about how uh, one of the uh, like the the man who largely wrote that book, like one of, he was a member of the Masons and his Masonic connections were one of the ways that he was able to ensure his own safety right. while traveling. And again, this is me pulling an old episode from memory. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, go listen to that episode rather than like using my actual, my like little synopsis I have tried to create right there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, one of the other things I wanted to talk about, and you you brought it up at the end of the second episode, is the victim-blaming nature of a lot of the coverage of yeah. it. There's a whole lot of sense of like, well, if he hadn't written that book, wouldn't have got murdered. Well, and there's also this thing that I refer to that happens in various cultures and communities as sick chicken syndrome. Mm-hmm. Which I call it that because if you've ever had chickens in large numbers, which I grew up with, if one of them is sick, in some cases, the other chickens will peck it to death. Which oh, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrifying. Yeah. But like, even in fairly benign executions of this kind of mentality, like, almost any social group will often develop the one outcast. And it's like they become united in disliking that person. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he was already on this path Mm -hmm. before he was like, I'm going to expose your secrets, which again, 
Those aren't really very secret. The, nobody cares how you shake hands. I don't. I mean, maybe somebody does, but like, um, I think that's part of why it became so intense and escalated so quickly is like, not only is it a person who's going to tell our secrets, it's a person we already didn't like. Right. And like, it goes from zero to 60 in a shockingly short period of time. That whole thing, like, as a study in groupthink and, like, the way that crowds can rile themselves up Mm -hmm. is fascinating to me. Terrifying. Sure. And fascinating. Um, I really am fascinated by the insistence that he lived in Turkey and was teaching English there. (laughs) (laughs) That is a weird one that came up again and again and again. Yeah. And I, you know, the the hint, we never explicitly said so while we were telling this story, but the hint has always been, as people have looked at this bigger picture, that, like, these were stories concocted by the Masons of this area to discredit the idea that he had been murdered. Mm-hmm. Because who's going to fact check that he's sitting somewhere in, you know, Smyrna, Turkey? Right going by a different name, you know, that's impossible for most people. Like, it was not within the means of most people to be like, oh, I'm going to get in touch with my friend there. Um, (laughs) And so, you know, if so, it's kind of an ingenious way to to cover your tracks, I guess. Right. Um, Again, at a time when that would have been like, well, this respected guy said that he's there. That must be true. He's not dead. I know the truth. That is the other part of it, right? Is that there's the secret society element that gives people a sense of belonging in this story. But there is also the element of, I have figured out the real truth, which is a whole other type of group think that happens mm-hmm. in like conspiracy theory groups. And it's all in play in this one wild story, which I just find super interesting. I think that's part of why I was so compelled by it. Like, yeah. I, when I stumbled upon that first, 1881, we found the body of this man who was killed by <laughs> Masons. And we've always, and I'm like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I I was reminded of the lists of logical fallacies that will circulate around social media sometimes. Oh, yeah. And one of them being the no true Scotsman fallacy, which is the idea that like, no true Scotsman would do blotty, blotty, blah, blah, blah right. because Scotsmen don't do that in this fallacy. And so it was like this idea that like no Freemasons would ever do this. Uh, Upstanding citizens all. Right. Yeah. It's a, um, uh, this brings us to that 1882 article that we talked about that was in the New York times regarding the monument. And obviously the person writing that article Mm -hmm. thinks that the anti-Mason movement is, jerkery mm-hmm. uh, but also the way that they support that argument is also kind of um insulting to masons because they're like you've seen pictures of freemasons and they all look kind of fat and happy and like lazy and like they couldn't do anything so surely they couldn't commit a murder and it's like uh do you just hate everybody i don't right you just want to insult all the people 
I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business, and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotels has a stay for any traveler you want to be with 22 brands and over 7,400 locations. Whether you're a business traveler, a family road tripper, someone who wants to seek out history and maybe make your own, or just planning a quick getaway, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Like a Cambria Hotel, where you can be a cocktail connoisseur and sip locally inspired craft beverages at downtown locations in the center of it all. This is a fun way to visit cities with a lot of history and a lot of fun in mind. Or a Radisson Hotel for all our productivity powerhouses out there. With flexible workspaces and on-site restaurants, you'll get the most out of your work trip. You'll get the coffee, the Wi-Fi, and the work done. And we can't forget about comfort hotels. Imagine you're a family road tripper, waking up in your big spacious room and then heading down to a free hot breakfast for the entire family, including waffles. So you'll be well-fed and ready for the day's adventure, even if that's just relaxing. After that, you're spending all afternoon relaxing by the pool. You deserve it. What are you waiting for? Join Choice privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you. Book directly at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One other interesting thing that got introduced in a couple of of these accounts that I read from the, the 19th century that were written later on after, you know, decades had passed make the a couple of them make the case that the anti-masonry issue would have continued to stay much more important in the public eye had it not been for the abolitionist movement hmm. and that as like the civil war played out and people got 
more like the the bone of contention among the people of the United States was over the issue of slavery and that like they're that kind of pushed out this idea of like secret societies, good or bad, being debated anymore because we didn't have time for both. Um, and that was the obviously the the more um, pressing issue that led to the conflict. So that was an interesting thing, like this idea that and some of them even I think it's Samuel Green that connects the dots in a way that's like because the slavery issue obscured the masonry issue some of these nefarious masons were able to regroup and reform their societies and like we're going to have another wave and mm-hmm. i was like this is fascinating mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like there's so much otherism coming from both sides. Right. That I just find myself completely like intrigued from a, a, like I said, a psychological standpoint. I'm just like, this is, it's so much stuff we see all the time today anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, in playing out in media and on social media. And, and it's just a different flavor, but it is as vehement as anything we would hear today. Um, And I'm, I'm completely intrigued by it. There is so much reading one could do on this topic if you want. There are people who have, you know, put together the entire list of everyone who was ever held to any level of account. We didn't even include them all because there are some where it's like, well, this one guy in one town got, uh, you know, had a, a minor charge against him and sometimes those sputter out and sometimes those go to fruition and there's just a lot and that becomes a big list of like and on the court on this day of this person and this particular sheriff who was probably corrupt was also doing the like there's a lot lot right and we already had two episodes so that's why uh those all didn't get included there's so much more i was surprised by how many modern retellings are still pretty vitriolic about william morgan Mm mm-hmm and I I will say this, right? I find myself questioning my own morality in the following way. <laughs> so many of these people that justified this horrific abduction and probably murder really all do, as we said, the victim blaming thing, but like they seem to think it is so much more dishonorable that someone would break an oath to keep a secret than abduct and kill someone. Right. And I'm like, is, um, is, um, no? Wait, am I yeah. morally bankrupt? Because I don't think that's that big a deal. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I also had, a, uh, I kept questioning myself and changing the use of the words kidnapping versus abduction. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... You could, on a technicality, make either case, right? Mm-hmm. He was abducted. Nobody made... There was no ransom. Ransom, but they did try to get his wife to turn over whatever pieces of manuscript she had with the promise that she would get to see him mm-hmm. and presumably have him returned. So it kind of is a kidnapping, but kind of it's not. And I I debated and did several find and replaces and then undid and kept doing that throughout uh, working on it. And so both words creep in. (laughs) Yeah. I also don't remember when federal laws were passed about kidnapping because I know it's come up on the show before that like we would have defined this as kidnapping, but that was not a legal Right. Term yet. And right. I don't remember exactly when that happened. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, will we ever know the real, real? No, probably not at this point, but maybe one never knows. Older mysteries have been solved. I mean, this one's only a couple hundred years old, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if this is your weekend coming up, I hope you don't feel compelled to solve mysteries unless that's something very fun for you and it happens in a very benign, gentle, and safe way. Um, if you don't have time off, I hope you still have a great weekend and that you get some some bit of rest and relaxation in. That everybody's cool to each other and then nobody feels compelled to do anything bad to anybody else. <laughs> this is my wish, but it will never come true, it seems. Uh, we will be right back here tomorrow with a classic episode. And then on Monday, we'll have another new one. Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances. Whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities, or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death, we all want to know what happened next. To find out, listen to Amanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.